make sure I'm recording, guys. Welcome back to the Maddie Chimber Podcast, home of comedian, sketch guy, actor. I'm not an actor. I'm just a comedian. I, I'm going to be a comedian till I die. But anyways, home of comedian, Maddie Chimber. That is me. What if I just brought some guy out? He's like, hey, doing? Just my clone. Um, real quick, if you guys like this, I know it's a silly thing, but with the YouTube world, if you like this, if you've watched other episodes, please like this episode. It just helps me insanely. I've been digging into the analytics of YouTube and uh, see this right here. They see this and they go, this guy's a fucking tool. Um, if you guys can like it, it helps because the analytics, if you don't like it, YouTube's like, oh, people hate this. And then they don't promote it for me, and it looks like I have eight viewers, all of which are uh, my mom and aunts. All my moms and aunts. What do you got, two moms? What are you, a kid from the 2020 era? Okay, guys, that was a little aggressive. Um, but if you could like it, that'd be great. If you could subscribe, if you want to subscribe, feel free. I don't care. Um, I do care. Why, do, why would I say that? I give a shit. I put a lot into these videos. <laughs> I'm drooling. You can tell I'm excited when I drool. Um, and it just means a lot. So welcome back, guys. This is a really exciting episode. I got a lot of shit to get off my plate. I got so much turds on my plate that uh, I was like, you know what I got to do? I got to get them off this. I got to do a little ep of the pod. Bring not enough coffee because I don't know how to plan well. And I got to just uh, start spitting some truths. Had a lot of shit go down the last couple weeks. Some good, some bad, you know. Dating woes, positive things from my social media stuff that was just groundbreaking that I didn't think. Uh, and I arguably it took me from doing this podcast because, you know, people, whatever it, uh, area of your life this happens, if something good is happening, you know the term strike while that while. You know the term strike while the iron's hot? I had to do that. And you know what? Sadly, I couldn't find time to carve out to do these episodes. I know it's a half hour. There's a little more to it. I need to have energy. There's a lot of things that have to go in the right direction for me to get out here and do this. I got to be jacked up. I got to have a good chunk of time to like, you know, sit down, record it, edit it, and... I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. If you don't, I'd love it if you did. At Maddie Chimber. My name is spelled in the description below. What if I spelled it wrong? Um, fun fact about my name, Ellis Island, where they would just butcher people's last names. My last name is supposed to be C-Z-Y. Or no, no. Yeah, C-Z-Y-M-B-O-R. Isn't that crazy to think about? Because in Poland or wherever the fuck my ancestors uh, came from, the CZ sound is the ch, like chimber. So when they, my ancestors came here and said, Boris Chimber, they're like, okay, C-H-Y-M-B-O-R. And they're just like, I guess so. I'm half Italian though, so it's weird. I'm half. I can tell I'm part European because whenever I get a haircut, I just look like such an immigrant. Like when they cut it too short, I just look like one of those immigrant kids that their mother cut their hair in their kitchen, and they're just like, get to school, little boy. Mama. Um, anyways, on Instagram, I started doing those little, it's like a t the TikTok, everybody started how TikTok got, Instagram, first off, it's shitty that it's like our main platform for social media, but um, 
Mark Zuckerberg's such a piece of shit. Like, I get companies are going to, you know, they're going to bite the ideas or get inspired by other people's stuff. But basically what I'm getting at, Mark Zuckerberg just steals everything. And Instagram got their own TikTok, basically. And I've been doing, I've had sketches from TikTok that I just was sitting on. And I was like, you know what? I got nothing to lose. I got fucking no followers. So let me just dump some of this shit out there. And lo and behold, they are doing good, knock on wood. They're not doing crazy good. I see some people with like millions and millions and millions of views. But um, basically, that's been good. And I was like, shoot, I want to. And I know how these platforms work. And if you guys are interested in posting or have any you know, desire or you do post stuff, one of the things I read is when they come out with a new feature, you want to post, you want to take advantage of it. And I've noticed when IGTV came out, there was a little boom of like, you can get a lot of views, get some followers. So with that knowledge, post those reels, they started doing good. And I was like, you boys got to fucking do some sketches. So I was taking my creative time to do the sketches. Now, am I proud of that? Not really. I think I could have balanced it, but, you know, we're human. We find, we make excuses up for shit. It's fun. It's fun to just be so irrational with my time management in the sense of I can't find time to do a half-hour episode, which I'm going to play devil's advocate in my defense right now where, like I said, I got to be in the mood. It's me by myself, guys. This is uh, sometimes you're getting take two. Right before this, I started it for a couple minutes, and I was like, let's wait for that coffee to kick in because you are low E, just like my low T nutsack. Um, what is a low testosterone nutsack? It's just like a house party with like three people. This is still fun. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's get some of that tea in here. Um I got to juice it up, but that's me romantic. And sometimes people do this with their life. Let me go back real quick. People learn to strike when the iron's hot. If you feel like you're going, fucking roll the dice, do whatever you got to do. Jump on the opportunities because, you know, my concern was that in a week or two, if I were to just kind of be nonchalant with the sketches, I'd miss the boat of them wanting to really promote people. So that's what I did. And then you guys should do that in your life. Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. You got a lot of girls hitting you up, go on a bunch of dates, fucking take advantage of them. Who gives a fuck? What are they going to, what are you going to arrest you? What are they going to meet to you for going on dates? Sorry, my eye, my allergies have been terrible. If any of you are doctors, this left eye is just watering. And I know it's allergy driven, but it's also like, it's just fucking annoying. Um, but going back, watch this. If I if I plug my nose and I blow out my nose so it puts pressure on my sinuses, it'll water more and it like drains it for me. This, this disgusting mucus field. Well, maybe it's not disgusting. Some people watch fucking people pop pimples on YouTube. Um, so anyways, been dealing with that. It's just funny where how I just don't. I make excuses. I make excuses like, oh, I got to be in the right mood at the right time. And I know deep down I'm wrong. And you don't want to do that with stuff where sometimes you build it up on this platform to the point where you don't even want to fucking get, you don't even want to, you know, do the thing. 
So the last couple of weeks I've been bad. I'm going to try to just make myself do it. Sometimes you just got to make yourself do stuff because once you're done, you realize it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. You were just being a little chode. Well, I went into me, but I went. It's like when you jump in a pool. Everybody wants it to be that perfect temperature. And then you get in and you're like, that wasn't even that bad. So is this a pool? Are we at a pool party? Are you guys the people in the pool with me? Is that a bad metaphor? Yeah. But you know what? When that coffee kicks in, my brain gets dumb and I just say stupid shit because I don't give a fuck. Um, God, dating fucking sucks, bro. I'm just like at the point where I've literally, I was in my bathroom the other day hanging up on a, hanging up a picture and I was just like, Am I just going to be that 34, I'm 33 now, but like a guy in his 30s just alone. I like my place. It's nice, but I'm like, should I be putting more effort into meeting someone? But then you meet somebody and you're just like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck did I just have to go through? And I'm a person where, as my therapist says, I'm emotionally sensitive, which is her calling me a pussy in non-clinical terms. Matt, you're emotionally sensitive. I was like, watch your mouth. What I just told you is not emotionally sensitive. She goes, yes, it is. And then I go, no, it's not. (laughs) I start crying. I don't go to therapy anymore. I had anxiety a while ago, and I didn't know what it was. And I went to a therapist, and then she explained my life to me and how all this bullshit. And then I was like... Thank you, and I packed my bag, and I went out into the world and just fucking dealt with shit, so that's it. Um, But for me, it's like dating, you're like, you ever just go on a string of bad dates, or you just have a bad relationship, and you're like, I don't even want to be near that. It's It's as hacky as the term is. It's like an abusive relationship. You're like, how many times do I got to get hit over there or be miserable over there to the point where I don't want to go over there anymore? That's, let's pretend that side of the room is relationships and dating. Every time I walk over there, I get kicked in the dick, yelled at, called an asshole, uh, lied to, all this shit. And then you walk back here where it's calm and you're alone and you're like, I get being alone sucks, but you're like, this is way better. What the fuck? I'm done, I'm done dealing with shit. And I'm proud of myself because at some point people... When you're in relationships or you're dating, and this is what I used, I I didn't used to do this, but I do it now, is where I put my foot down and I'm proud of myself because I used to be a pushover and I would deal with flaws in people that I knew bugged me. And now I'm like, no, I don't want that. I can see, I can see, Dan Cook, I can see down the road and I know this will be an issue. And that's what I've been doing, but it's just shitty when you have a string of those and you're like, is it me? Is my selection process wrong? What do you guys do? What do you do? What do you do when you swipe? Do you get just angry and just chuck a bunch to the right and then you match with some because you're bored and you talk to them and then you go on a date and then you're like, why am I even out here? I shouldn't even be here right now because I didn't want to swipe on you. I swiped on you because I was bored because I wasn't getting matches and I just wanted the thrill of getting a notification on my fucking dating app and now here I am and I feel bad. That's the thing with these dates, and that's the thing with dating, and women, 
that's what it's frustrating where women think guys are these animals and i think some are but i think some girls are equally just as bad it's it's equal on both sides do guys get it more because i'm a man i'm gonna say yes yes we do get a little more but um get called creepy more because at the end of the day and I've said this in other podcasts we're the one reaching out we're the one asking the girl out we're the one leaning in for the kid you know we're doing the we're putting our neck out there and when it gets and if you go wrong or there's the way the error in that those acts it's not just an error of like "Uh no it's okay it's you're creepy fuck you you know there's like some negative stuff so anyways um what was I saying Got on a little tangy. I just don't want to fucking, I don't know, I just don't want to deal with some shit. I feel bad, oh, oh, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad because my boredom of not dating makes me just want to swipe on somebody. And it's like, in the moment you know, but you are you convince yourself, like, no, 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 whatever. And you swipe, give them a, swipe right on her, whatever. And then... You do all the pr- the procedures of seeing somebody hanging out, all this shit. And then you're like, I'm like, why did I even swipe on you? I don't even fucking like you. And then the, the clarity, that post-nut <laughs> comes to you. And then you feel bad because a person starts to like you. And then I feel guilty. I feel bad when you have to like... That was like the first time... Like, I've never broken up with somebody, but this is, there's been times where like, even in the dating world where you're like, yeah, I'm not, I don't see this working. Like, I feel bad doing that. And I don't want to do that. I want it just to be one done. I don't want to, go, I want it to go meet somebody over there who doesn't make it so terrifying. And then they're just like, no, no, no. They show you another path on the, on, on that side of the world. That'd be nice. Sometimes you think you have that. I hope this metaphor is making a lot. I, I think it makes great sense, so I'll just keep going with it. It's like woods. It's like a, a forest. It can be ma- majestic and fucking seeing things you never saw before and you find little nooks and gnomes and happy wizards or it could be a treacherous forest where you get lost and next thing you know you got fucking trees calling you pieces of shit and you're fucking getting spit on by goddamn squirrels and shit and you're like where the fuck am I why'd I wander into these woods I don't know, people. We do it because it's the the mystery of things. So anyways, I don't fucking know. That's what I've been doing. Why'd I start talking about that? I don't know. Yeah, dude. I got to just nut up and do this shit. But uh, work's been wild. I actually got my first acting thing. It's And it's because... I, I'm a, See, this is my problem. I'm going to tell you the story. But let me tell you the story, then do what I was about to do. Do the positive than the negative. Um, I got an acting thing. My buddy's a producer. He's like, hey, man, I've seen your stand-up. He knows my stand-up. He didn't have to say that. But he goes, I, I think I have a role for you. It's great. Would you want to do it? It's a small couple lines. I played a gay gentleman who had to buy a jacuzzi at a paint store. It's a comedy. It was fine. You know, not gay. But I was like, fuck it. I'll act. I didn't try to be. And I was very conscious. I was like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm insulting I didn't want to be too flamboyant and come off as like a stereotype, but it was good. The director, everybody liked it. It was funny, but um, it was cool. I've never done that before. You don't realize in the comedy world, you get like good treatment, but in acting world, it's just like another, 
it's an, a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Where why why would you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, you fucking idiot. Um, basically, just the treatment of like, yeah, yeah, you want this? Like, th- there are literally people are like around you every second of the fucking shoot of like, you good? You want you want anything? Can I do? You don't get that in comedy. In comedy, you're like, you're the guy. You're probably not even that funny. And then they fucking, then they're rude to you. Sometimes you get good treatment, but people are rude. But it was a good, it was refreshing. It made me, it was the first time where I got a little, I got to actually say lines in a legitimate project. That was pretty cool for me. And not that I talk about my goals often on here, but it's definitely something where I, that's how I want my career to go. I want people to see my standup. I want to be a standup most, most of the time, if not all the time, but then I want people to see my standup and give me acting projects based on that. That's like the fun part to it where typically in the acting world, you have to audition. You're auditioning for parts that have nothing to do with your personality, which if you want to be an actor, that makes sense. That's all, that's all well and good, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to go play a plumber in a drama and you know, like I don't, I don't see that's not fun for me. That's like, you know, maybe if the opportunity presented itself, I'd like it. But right now I just want to stick to my guns and get acting that is triggered through my comedy and it's fun and people know I'm a humorous gentleman and um it was great it was just uh but I do want to get uh, acting through comedy that's how I see it going it was very cool to have this be the first step in that direction but the negative part which I don't even want to say it but because I brought it up I hate to leave people on leave people hanging um is of course my negative ass brain what I do people is I I get an accomplishment and then I reverse engineer it to the point where I don't see it as an accomplishment anymore. I see it as somebody else doing me a favor. Does that make sense? Which that's the mindset I have towards achieving things. But I think sometimes when I it's accidentally applied to other areas like accomplishments, it makes it bad. So like for me, if I say I want to be a stand-up comedian, Um, I look at the profession, I look at where I want to go and then I kind of make, I make a list or like a levels to how to get there. You're basically dissecting what it is into achievable little stages. And then that makes me feel like I'm on my way to that goal. Right. And I do that with a lot of stuff. I think it's just how my brain works. Um, and I think it's just Instead of looking at something and being like, I got to go over there, not the dating thing, but I got to get way up here. You look at it as these little steps and then it makes it achievable. It's fine. But then the problem is that mindset sometimes finds its way to a little fucking snake. And then it uh, takes like an accomplishment of like me getting my first acting on a TV show. And my brain is like breaking it down to like, you only got that because your friend... um, is a producer, blah, 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 blah. You know, it just kind of chops it down. So, but I'd have to stay proud of myself. You got to pat yourself on the back. That's a problem. It's like, I feel people, how are you, and maybe you guys can comment this below, and this is a good question. How are you, how do you congratulate yourself without getting too comfortable with that achievement? Do you know what I'm saying? Where, 
like in comedy or anything where you're trying to grow, like there's stages where you're going to be like, hey, good job. That's awesome. But then I feel like if I even say those words, it's it's like putting your head partially on the pillow of that level and you and you re- relax there and stop trying to grow. You know, I don't know how to tell myself that's an awesome achievement without one sounding cocky to myself you can't sound cocky to yourself that's it, only to other people like if I were like hey I'm cool because they're like okay piece of shit go fuck yourself but yeah how do I like how do you like say stuff to yourself where you're not too relaxed you're not too like in your you're not too big-headed for it but also you can acknowledge it and give yourself confidence boost, but then also be like, okay, maybe I just answered it. Maybe you just say, that's good, but let's fucking, let's keep grinding. Look at my eye. This eye, dude, watery eyes, how come they come at the most convenient times of where there could be tears? Dude, what the fuck? Know what the bullshit about this fucking eye is? I've went to the doctor. They gave me eye drops. They kind of work. They. It's such a weird thing. It, like, they gave me eye drops. I got to get good at finishing my thoughts. They gave me eye drops. They kind of worked the first day. And I was like, okay, that's, that's, that was it. Like that, you know, and then a few days after that, it just flared back up. And it's like, I don't know. I've been, because of quarantine, I go outside way more now. So I'm like, maybe that's it. Um, It is seasonal. I got this last year, but then it goes away all winter, which is weird. So I don't know. Like, I personally think it's, this is my this is my doctor brain. They want to check me to see if there's anything blocking my tear duct because that would cause it to like pool up and want to spill over, which I'm like I feel like that might be it because every now and then when it like drains there's like kind of like I don't want to gross you up but like gunk within the tears and I'm like maybe those little gunk things because sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's not. So I'm like, maybe the little gunk things are blocking it here and there. Kind of like a somewhat clogged drain where it's like kind of drains and then something clogs it and then it breaks up. And, you know, maybe that's what's going on. But these fucking doctors, it's like, dude's like availability is like three weeks out. And you're like, I get it's good to have a doctor, but I'm also like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like, what? who are you? What am I fucking going to see? Uh. Who's my doctor? Will Smith. Got to fucking uh, chase him down on a red carpet. This guy's a fucking, you're like, how many eye issues are there? But whatever. It's embarrassing. I was on another podcast. My buddy Craig Conan. Great comic. Check it out. I put the episode on my playlist. Um, But, um, dude, the whole episode, I was just fucking blinking and watering. And I'm like, uh, it just makes me self-conscious as it is, but. You know, when you got a fucking, I'm self-conscious as is, and then it looks like I'm crying all the time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, just pouring fucking tears. What's the remedy to this whole episode, guys? This episode is a very self-reflecting, but also this whole episode feels like, you know, I beat myself up, but I'm trying to be optimistic towards the growth within it. Why am I sounding so like, I've been watching some more positive lectures, not because I'm like depressed or anything, but I just like listening to them at times. And um, I can clearly tell I absorb some of the bullshit within it. 
you got to be positive, but growth is the production of positive reinforcement routines. It's like some words they say. You're like, okay. I just got to fucking nut up and do it, boy. You got to get on that dating app. I don't have good pictures. Do you guys have good photos on your dating apps? How come, like, as big as Instagram and shit is, I don't take pictures. Like, I don't have photos. Do you guys have photos of yourself where you're, like, just have an array of fucking shit to choose from? I'm like, I have, like, five pictures that I just basically, like, swap out for my dating profiles. And every time I go to like find a new one, it's just me picking from the same pool. And I'm like, who are these people with these like professional photos? Like this girl that I know, she's on this like cooler dating app and she's like, I'm going out with this guy, which I was like, I don't know why you're telling me, but uh, thanks for that. And she screenshot it. And I was just like, dude, this dude had like professional photos for a dating app. I'm like, are those, is that allowed? What are you doing? Well, you're fucking, unless you're, it, I don't think that dude was a model, but I'm like, what is this, like some Calvin Klein shoot for Bumble? What are you doing? I thought we need like grainy pictures, which help you get a girl out of your league because she's filling in the gaps positively. And then you meet her in person and she's, she gives you that look like you don't look like your pictures and you give her the look like you're out of my league and then you guys have an awkward conversation. I thought that's how it worked. I'm going to end on this. I thought I had good pictures of me, but I guess, you know. And it was Halloween three years ago. Oh my God, way more than that. Five years ago? I'll say five. Holy fuck. We'll say six. I don't fucking know anymore. That's how long I've been out here. I'll say five. Um, remember matching with a girl on Bumble or or Tinder. This is like when it first came out, and um, we chatted. Nothing came of it. Didn't really remember her in the moment until me and my buddies went out for Halloween, and I was a baseball player. Which to this day, that is forever my go-to. If I'm a single guy, actually, even a relationship is just an easy one, but. I've had the most success when I was a baseball player for Halloween. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the uniform. I don't know. The biggest mistake Halloween costume I've ever made was being Mugatu from Zoolander. Because only dudes and some girls were like, Mugatu. And everybody else was like, who are you? And I was just like, when you have to explain your Halloween costume, you ain't getting no ass. You ain't getting no tits in your face. You're just... uh, you're doing it for a couple laughs throughout the night, and it doesn't pan out. So anyways, Halloween five years ago, I'm a baseball player, looking real athletic. I looked like the shortstop. I wasn't the right fielder or the bat boy, and uh, I was at a bar with my buddies, and this girl goes, are you Matt from Bumble? And I was like, yep. And she goes, oh, I'm Molly. And I was like, oh, shit. And she goes, oh, my God, you look way better than your photos. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> So, ever since that day, which I was like, cool, do I just have awful photos? Like, And I was thinking, I was like, do I not know what a good picture of me is? Do Are people good at that? Like, you ever have somebody tell you, like, this is a good picture of you, and then you're like, that's a good picture of me? And then you're like, I thought this was, and they go, that's for sure not a good picture of you. And I'm like, 
I feel like we God fucking damn it. I feel like we um I'm just gonna wait because I have to edit this and I don't want to fuck it up. Come on, you fucking whore eye. I'm gonna fucking just shove a fork in my eye. Um we a picture that we think we look good in is like hiding our insecurities that only we see. Maybe other people can kind of see it, but they don't think much of it. So like a picture I like is knowing it's hiding my ginormous forehead or it's not making me look like I have a fucking beak. I feel like my profile is like a fucking Phineas from that cartoon. But like, and then other people see a photo of you and like, that's a good picture of you. And you're just like, what the fuck? But maybe I'm just picking these bad photos. I need photo help. My buddy was, we were drinking last night and he's like, I was like, dude, I don't have good pictures. Goes, I'll go through your Instagram if you want. And I'll fucking tell you which ones, which that's how dudes talk. No, you know, I don't give a fuck. I need help. And um, I didn't do it because I was like, I just have videos. But and then I was like, I kind of want to see. I want people to rank my pictures so I can see what they think is a good photo. Because one of the pictures that like on Hinge where the girl can like the photo that they like. The one they like, I didn't think it was, I think it's a cool picture, but I didn't think it was, it was like, it's like my best one by far. So you're just like, what the fuck? But I don't know, people. Anyways, that's it. That's the podcast. Please like, comment, share, fucking add, friend, follow, retweet. I don't fucking know. I just, I'm trying to get back in the swing of this shit and uh, not look like an ugly freak who goes on dates that he doesn't like. So, all right, guys, I'll see you next week, I promise.